in regards to the reason why the Shabbos before Pesach is called Shabbos Hagadol, the Alter Rebbe tells us in Shulchan Aruch that the reason it's called Shabbos Hagadol is because a Neis Gadol, a great miracle, happened that Shabbos. We know that Hashem told that said that the Yidden should take their lamb for the carbon Pesach on the tenth day of the month. That year it was Shabbos. When the Yidden took the lamb, the Bechayim of Mitzrayim, the firstborn, gathered to the Yidden asking them, what is this all about? The Yidden explained that we're ma- taking this carbon Pesach because Hashem is about to slaughter, about to kill the firstborn of the Egyptians. The firstborns went to their parents, went to Paroi, demanding that they let the Yidden out. When Paroi refused, so they waged war against them, killed many of them, and because of this great miracle, as the Pesach says, Lamake Mitzrayim Bivchayreim, being and the Egyptians were being struck by their own Bechayrim. This was established to remember this miracle for all generations and was called Shabbos HaGadol. The Rebbe says it sounds like from the wording of the Alter Rebbe, it's called Shabbos HaGadol because of the Nes Godel, because of the big miracle that happened. The question is, seemingly even if it would have just been an ordinary, a regular miracle, that's still enough of a reason to call it Shabbos HaGadol. It's a unique, different Shabbos to every other Shabbos. It has this miracle that happened. Why do we need to emphasize that it was a Shabbos, that it was a Nes Godel? Also says the Rebbe, we need to understand what in fact is so great about this particular miracle. It doesn't seem to be so much greater than many of the other miracles that the Eden experienced. Both as far as the miracle itself is concerned as well as the benefit and the goal of what's going to come out of the miracle. It's not as if the Eden are now free to go. Pari is still refusing to let the Eden go, even after this miracle, they're still going to need to have Makas Bukhairis. Another thing that Rebbe says is we need to understand what's the connection, why is it that we established to remember this miracle specifically on Shabbos, Shabbos HaGadol. Now even though the Alter Rebbe tells us the reason is that we don't do it on Yud Nisan, rather on Shabbos, is because Yud Nisan also ends up being the yard site of Miriam, which some people fast. Nevertheless, that's only a negative reason. Why not on Yud Nisan? But what's the connection to Shabbos? If we know that it, in Torah, if, it's, if, if we're established something to do it on Shabbos, there must be an inner connection. Especially, says the Rebbe, when we go back and we look at the fact that Hashem specifically, obviously, told the Yidin to take the lamb on that particular day, which was Shabbos, even though in many ways the, the whole procedure of taking the sheep would have maybe been not such a Shabbos dika thing, and yet Hashem takes it, says specifically to take it on that day, which was a Shabbos, Yud Nisan. So we need to say that there's some inner connection to Shabbos. What is that? In order to explain this, says the Rebbe, we're going to first explore the general idea of what Shabbos is all about. The Tzemach Tzedek on the Pasuk, Mizmer Shirli Yem HaShabbos, brings what the Medrash says, that the Yoyim HaShabbos means, it's referring to Hashem that's going to be Mashbis Mazikim. Shabbos is from the word Mashbis, to cause that all harmful things should stop. Animals, wild animals, etc. What does this mean? The Medrash says this can be in two ways. Either it means that Hashem is going to completely remove wild beasts from the world. That's what it means, mashbis mazikin. He's going to make that the mazikin, the wild things should cease to be. Or that he's going to cause that they shouldn't be harmful anymore. There will be wild beasts, but they won't be harmful anymore. And as the Medrash itself says, obviously that's a higher level. And the way this explains it, that this is the concept of ishapcha, transformation, taking that the wild things, the negative things themselves, are no longer being harmful. Now, even though, of course, this mash mazikin, which is what Shabbos is all about, is mainly going to be la'asid lavoi, but the truth of the matter is, even the first Shabbos of creation, we had somewhat of this concept of this ishapcha, of this transformation. The first Shabbos of creation, that says that there was no dark. The night itself was shining like the day. Ishapcha chashoycha 
Says the Rebbe, this idea of his hapcha, that Shabbos is about transformation, is really connected to the very essence of what Shabbos is all about. How do we see this? The Rebbe explains. We know that the Razal say, when Hashem created the world, after the six days of creation, what was the world missing? Only menucha, rest. Boss, Shabbos, boss, menucha. Shabbos came and now rest has also arrived. And the Rebbe asks an interesting question. The Mizvitcher Magid says that the concept of time is actually a creation. Cre- time itself was created in Sheish Yisimei And what this means is not only the first moment of Sheish Yisimei time is created, but rather every single day, the first day is one creation, the second day is another creation, every day is a new creation of time. Obviously, in later weeks and years, those times will just be repeated, re- recreated. But the concept for the first time being created is in Sheish Yisimei the time of Sunday, the time of Monday, and so on. Says the Rebbe, so here's the question. Why are we saying, what was the world missing? It's missing rest. Seemingly, there's something more major missing. There's a whole day missing. After the first days of six days of creation, the concept of the seventh day, the concept of the Shabbos day is missing. This itself tells us that we can't really differentiate and separate between the time of the seventh day and the menucha aspect. When the Chazal say, what was the world missing? Menucha, it's like really saying, what was the world missing? That Shabbos day, that seventh day. In other words, the very essence of Shabbos is about menucha, is about rest. How do we understand this? Says the Rebbe, time generally is made up of past, present, and future. It's about change. And this is something equal to all times. The Chiddush of the time of Shabbos is that it's rest, menucha, in the very concept of time itself. In other words, we're moving now to a space within time where we're beyond, where we are beyond time, beyond change. That's what menucha means. Boss Shabbos, boss menucha means at the very time of the seventh day, which time itself is usually defined by change, past, present, and future, is now being transformed, being elevated to a state that's higher than change. That's the idea of Shabbos and menucha. In other words, so what's Shabbos? We have the concept of time, and that was the, the idea of this hapcha. It's transformed, it's elevated to a space that's higher than time. Because Shabbos is all about this hapcha, that's why it, that's what it causes in the world as well. As we said before, Shabbos is about mashbis mazikin. It causes all mazikin to cease to exist in a harmful way. It becomes transformed. We said the darkness is transformed to light. In the next part of the Sikha, the Rebbe actually goes in giving certain examples in Halacha as well, where we use this idea, certain things we say stretch over a certain period of time. And yet, that whole day of, whether it's Shabbos, Yom Kippur, whatever it may be, is really sometimes treated as one Nekudah, according to some Sfira Sa'imer is that way. The Rebbe also speaks about the idea of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, is sometimes treated as one Nekudah. That, that and in all times, although Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was over a period of different uh, time frames and, and aspects of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, nevertheless, there is the idea of we always relive as if Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is happening right now. So back to Shabbos, this is what Shabbos is all about. On the one hand, it's time, and yet it was transformed to a situation of higher than time. So now let's go back to the Shabbos HaGadol. Says that now we can understand why the Alter Rebbe is emphasizing that it was a big miracle in Mace Godel and how it's connected to Shabbos. In order to understand this, let's first appreciate the miracle of Lamake Mitzrayim of Chereim. The Rebbe says what happened over here was, we're speaking about the Egyptians, the Bechayim of Mitzrayim, they represent the take of the strength of Mitzrayim, and yet here they are the ones that are demanding that the Egyptians should free the Eden. 
This is the ultimate of ishapcha, of transformation of those harmful things should now not only be not harmful, but they're helping to Kedusha. They are the ones that are demanding the, the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. That's what the Nais Godel, the amazing miracle over here, is different to all other miracles even associated with Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and other times when Yidin were saved. Well, now it's not about breaking the klipa, but that the klipa itself is being transformed and demanding the gula. That's why it specifically happens on Shabbos, as we said. What's the connection? Why did they wish to make this happen on Shabbos? Because Shabbos is this idea of Ishapcha, that these mazikim, these harmful things, are now helping out the Kedusha itself. The Rebbe says in other places, there are other reasons brought for, for what, why we call it Shabbos HaGadol. The Alt Rebbe only chooses this reason. Why? Because that really explains the meaning of the word Shabbos HaGadol. If Shabbos means Mashbis Mazikin, causing the Mazikin to stop and even to be transformed, Shabbos HaGadol means this is the ultimate of Shabbos. This is the ultimate way of Shabbos, not just destroying the Klippa, but transforming them completely. And this is what was revealed in that original Shabbos HaGadol, even more than Makas Bukhairis and the other Makas. Based on all of this, says the Rebbe, we can understand another diuk in the Alter Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe, when he speaks about the fact that it was Shabbos, he works out, the Alter Rebbe works out, the Yudin Nisan was Shabbos based on the fact that the Yidin left Mitzrayim on the 15th, which was on a Thursday. And the question is, why is this calculation relevant? The Alter Rebbe can just say it's Shabbos. Why is it relevant and connected to the fact that the Yidin go out of Mitzrayim on Thursday? In order to explain this, the Rebbe first says, that generally the idea that you didn't take the sheep on the 10th, as well as the tremendous miracles that happened on that day in the 10th, we can explain it in two different ways. Is it something in and of itself that they needed to take it on the 10th, and that these miracles are happening on that Shabbos on the 10th? Or is it all as a preparation for Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? It's all connected to Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. That's what the Alter Rebbe is trying to tell us. The Alter Rebbe is saying everything that's happening on this Shabbos HaGadol is based on the calculation of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. In other words, really this Shabbos is really about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. How do, so that's why the Alter Rebbe says it. But how does it relate to everything we said? Because we just explained that the Ness of Shabbos HaGadol was about Ishapcha, which is the idea that we're transforming, that even these negative things are being transformed and helping to Kedusha. So now, how does this connect? The Rebbe says, in Chassidus, we know that Shabbos is the Svira of Malchus. But as far as the Svira of Malchus is concerned, and even a regular Shabbos, it's possible that the way it deals with the Klippa, sometimes it's about destroying the Klippa. This is why the Alter Rebbe says, no, the miracle of that Shabbos was connected to Yitzhiya Mitzrayim to the following Thursday. It's connected to Geula. And therefore the Shabbos, the miracle in the Shabbos is, being, is happening in a way of Godel, in that great way of Shabbos, and that ultimate transformation of Klippa, to transform it into Kedusha. That even these Mazikim, even these Klippas, the B'chayrim of Mitzrayim, are helping to Kedusha. That's why it's important to associate it, specifically to Shabbos, to the idea of Geula. And the Rebbe concludes the Sikha by saying that the same thing is true right now. Right now we're also still in Golos on the one hand, but when we act in that strong way, similar to the Yidin back then, with that courage, and as the Yidin Mishchu Kulachem, they were supposed to draw away from Avedazar and take the land. The same thing is true by us. We need to draw away from all things that are foreign for a Yid and draw closer to mitzvahs. Or generally, the idea of Surmei Rav staying away from bad and doing good. And when we do that in a strong way, we influence, first of all, the Yidin around us, but we even influence the world around us and eventually even the, even the non Jews that all come along to help the Yidin, even while they're still in Golos. And of course, we get ready to go immediately to Geula, take it from the Yad Mamsh.